In conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level, introduce to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastigo Colopring. God bless you as you listen. Lord, please, we ask you, don't forget us today. Let your presence envelope emitted. Let your voice sound our direction. Bless every individual. Bless every family. Give us hope again. Cause us to be blessed. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' most precious name we are prayed. We are yet trusting the Lord to help us again today. God started with us yesterday through that prophetic word on the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3, 4, down to 11. And the Lord spoke to us extensively, showing us that which is very important. Hallelujah. And we have come again to receive from him. And without doubt, I know God will speak to us again. And we trust the Lord that as he speaks to us, our ears will be open and our heart will be ready to accept his word. That is able to build us up and give us our own inheritance among those who are sanctified. Acts chapter 20, verses 32. Today, we are looking at our inheritance. How we are to arrive at that inheritance that God has for us. When we talk about inheritance in Christ Jesus, it's a reality. But the way to arrive at that inheritance is what many people don't know. And that is why God is raising men, because that is his earnest desire. He wants to see that every of his children arrive at the inheritance which he has for them. Even a father of children, he don't transfer his inheritance while he's still alive. But by the time he died, he transfers his inheritance to his children. But in his case, he can't even enforce it. Because he had died. He can't enforce the inheritance. He had died. Another thing can happen to the inheritance he has given to his children. But that of our God, one of the reasons why Jesus had to resurrect is to ensure that the inheritance which God has for his people must get into their hands. Jesus did not die and his case finished. He died and resurrected so that he can ensure that that inheritance which he has given to you and me, that we must get it. Now, Acts 20, verse 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Please, I want you to mark the word inheritance. 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 Because that is where the problem lies. He said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, 
which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified. Please, the next word you will mark there is sanctified. Them which are sanctified. The inheritance is for them that are sanctified. It's not for everybody that come to church. No. It's not for everybody that preaches the gospel. No. It's not for everybody that reads the Bible. No. It is not for all the people that are out there. There is an inheritance, sure. But that inheritance is for those who are sanctified. Who are sanctified. Please mark these two words. Then we move on again before we start studying. I want to show you certain things so that we can get it clear. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 to 18. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. And what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Please mark it inheritance in the saints. Not for everybody. Inheritance in the saints. Inheritance in the saints. There is a huge inheritance that a father has reserved for his children. Huge inheritance that wants your eyes to open. To see it and to walk into it consciously. To see it, walk into it consciously. When I gave my life to Christ, that's when I knew I have an inheritance that has nothing to do with my family background here on earth, but it has all to do with my father that is in heaven. My father that is in heaven, that is an inheritance. It's for the sanctified, it's not for everybody. Let's see another one again. I want this to settle in your heart today. Something must drop for you. Something must happen in your life. Look at another scripture again. Ephesians chapter 5. Let's just read 3, 4, 5 and 6. Let me just get what I want to get. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as become a sense. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not covenant, but rather giving of thanks. Verses 5, For this you know, that no woman, no unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, had any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ, and of God. Any, mark the word, any inheritance any not even one not even a dot of it not even a dot of it not even one don't be deceived please i beg you today don't be deceived and listen very attentively listen very very attentively there are so many deception flagging this present time people are being deceived they don't want to settle for the truth that is found in christ alone they are being cajoled by men. But if you can listen to him and you are ready to hear, I tell you that thing you are struggling for, you get it. Without struggle. Without struggle. I know what the problem is. And that's what God called us here to settle. He said, come, let's settle the matter. 
Your father is doing nothing with inheritance. He wanted to be given to you. But not according to your standard. According to his standard. Not according to your standard. Not according to my standard. According to his standard. No one can play God. God is God forever. Pastor cannot play God. Pastor is just to tell the people what God said. And get out of the place. And get out of the place. Acts 26. As we start our study. From Acts 26. Acts 26 verse 18. Jesus encountered Saul. On his way to Damascus. To annihilate the people of God. And Jesus brought this great revelation to the church. And Jesus opened the eyes of the church to see. That this is the commission. For everyone he called. This is the commission. There is no two commission. Jesus had never given anyone he called a different commission. That is not this one. I heard the Lord speaking to me very clear. He said, my son, this is what I commissioned you to go and do. The same thing I've commissioned all that I've called to preach the gospel to do this. Because that is the problem of Paul. The reason why he partnered with the devil for destroying the people of God was because his eyes were blind. He was blind. He was blind. The enemy cast a veil upon him and he was using him to destroy the lives he was supposed to preserve. To destroy the lives he was supposed to preserve. And why did God raise him? Or rather, why is God raising men? Very simple. He wants them to share in this inheritance with Christ. He wants me and you to share in this inheritance with Christ. He don't want Jesus alone to share in inheritance. That's why Jesus came in the first place. And died for us. Are we saying amen? Look at that scripture. Go back to 15 so that we get it clear. And I said, who are thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon your feet. For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. To make thee a minister. And a witness. Both of these things which thou hast seen. And of those things in the which I have appeared unto you. Delivering thee from the people. And from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee. Verses 18. This is the assignment. To open their eyes. Because when your own eyes was holding. You were behaving like them. To open their eyes. To open their eyes. Like God was speaking to us yesterday. Until the eyes of the blind is open. He will never know the direction to go. Can we have pity on the people who are seeing us out there? The blind that God said, I commissioned to go and open their eyes. And because he don't know what God commissioned him to go and do. Because he don't have the capacity to pray their eyes to open. He decided to kill them. And send them to hell. And Jesus said, no. I did not send you to kill them. I sent you to open their eyes. That they may see their true condition. 
that they may see their true condition. We need to see our true condition. Because that is the first thing God demands from everyone. Before we can get to our inheritance, the pastor also have been deceived not to follow the order of God. Not to follow the order of the Lord. He said, Lord, you are not smart enough. The people can only stay in this church when you give them inheritance. If you start telling them this thing, they will go. If you start telling them all this thing, they will go. Before we finish dealing with these things and come to inheritance, there will be trouble, Lord. There will be trouble, Lord. They will all leave us and go. <laughs> the Lord said, you have succeeded in killing them. You are not helping them at all. You are not doing them any good. Am I not the one that will bless them? Am I not the one that holds the inheritance? Will you force my hands and collect it and give to them? That's why midnight upon midnight, fasting upon fasting, what did we get out of it? What do we get out of it? Miracle service upon miracle service. So the thing that is by title, God will change his standard. God does not change his standard by title or by the team of the meeting. No matter the name you call the team of the meeting, God does not change his standard. His inheritance is reserved for the sanctified. It's reserved for his saints. It's not for everybody. If you like, gather the crowd everywhere and shout, put your face at the billboard. You can't intimidate Jesus. We are talking about the people of God that he redeemed with his precious blood. He desires to move them into their inheritance. Not my head on the billboard. It's not my head on the flyers. It does not make a difference. My labor is to bring you into God's inheritance. That any day you come there, you can breathe in and out and say, I've come there. All the witches will leave you and go. All the people contending with you will run away on their own. You don't need to beg them. They will go. They will know this man has arrived at a place where we can't touch him again. Listen to me. I have not come here to make you feel good. Jesus sent me and said, tell them my word. He said, tell them my word. Whether they will hear, whether they will not hear. Leave them. If they like, let them hear you. If they don't like, let them not hear you. That is not a problem. But tell them my word. That was the prophetic word that came to us yesterday. From Ezekiel chapter 3. So what we did today is to draw the inheritance. That's the one that is attracting to the people. The blessing attracted to the people. All the programs geared onto blessing, blessing, blessing. Blessing, blessing, blessing. But nobody tried to settle down. To ask Lord, how do we arrive there? May I announce to you that is why God brought you here. And that is why you have to pay serious attention. That is why you must not play religion. The year is almost rolling off. You cannot be like that this year. You must mean business with God. We must stop joking with God. You must be serious with God. To walk into our inheritance in him. You can imagine how burdensome it can be when we are serving the Lord with no inheritance. 
You can imagine how painful it can be when we are serving the Lord with no inheritance. Now let's begin to look at this. Why is God saying to us yesterday when he started, he said, my children, look at this very, very closely so that we can be sure that we are tied very well to know where we are. At which stage am I? At which stage am I? In the settings of Lord, eyes ought to open. And that scripture said, to show them their true condition. It said to show them their true condition. Many have not known their true condition, yet they are going to church. Many have not known this is actually how I am. This is who I am. Many have not come to the bureau of God's word so that God can show him all the spots that are there. All the spots that are there. All the spots that are there. Many still appear at the mirror of God's word to tell yourself they are beautiful. But God said, no. You are appearing before me in order for me to check you and know where you are. Living Bible. He said to open their eyes to their true condition so that they may repent and live in the light of God instead of in Satan's darkness. To open their eyes to their true condition so that they can live in the light of God's word instead of living in the darkness of Satan. In the darkness of Satan. Are we saying amen? So God said it begins with there. That is when you can say a man is beginning to journey to his inheritance. We begin to journey to our inheritance when we come to him. He opens our eyes. Because anyone that ever come to Christ for the first time, there is a veil the devil casts on his eyes, casts on his mind, to cover him, not to see his true condition, how terrible his life has been. That's why when Apostle Paul was struck by the light of Christ, he fell down and cried and said, Lord, who are thou? Who are thou, Lord? And Jesus showed him his true condition. What was his true condition? He was persecuting the people of God that he never knew. He thought he was doing God's service in his heart. So thought he was doing service to God. That was what they told him. They said these people are trying to take away the tradition of our fathers. Look at our father Abraham. What they taught us is what this man called Jesus and his people are trying to destroy. And this man said, okay, let's see how they will succeed. Until Jesus met him and showed him his true condition. It was then he changed and said, ah. After that, what was the next thing we saw? He was thrown out of darkness to light. He was carried from darkness. From darkness from darkness to light do you know the reason why we pray some prayers we pray now let me say it this way listen every trouble in this world where it happens is in the dark it does not happen in light that was why when Jesus came to any man what he does is to carry the man from darkness to where to light now they carried you from that 
The truth is that there is a distance, number one. Number two, this man has left this side. If there is anything they are saying here, will you he hear it again? If any trouble, as soon as he left this place, they pour a seed on this seat. Will you get him? As soon as the man left this place, they shoot here. Catch him. But if he stay here, anything they do this place, what happens to him? You will get it. So that's why the first thing that Jesus would do, whenever you come to him, is to cut you. He knows that this place is a dangerous place. He knows that if this my son remain here, every evil will be on him. He will never be joyful. He will never celebrate anything. He will carry him. You see, at this point, that is when we talk about the joy of salvation. Joy automatically springs up in the heart of this man. And people begin to ask him, what is all this joy? Why are you rejoicing? Because for them, in the physical, they cannot see anything around him. He's wearing the same clothes. His face is still the same. But the truth is that he has changed location. He has changed location. Can somebody understand what I'm saying? If hunger is here, it's no more for him. If nakedness is here, it's no more for him. If torture is here, it's no more for him. Untimely death is no more for him. Causes is no more for him. Everything you can think of that happens here is no more for him. From the day he was carried from darkness to light. At that point, he began to see. Because in darkness, you can't see anything. Does people see in darkness? I'm asking you a question. Does people see in darkness? If they take this light now, everybody will become. Do you know the next thing that darkness represents? Anywhere there is darkness, there's no development. Go to the villages where there's no light. There is no development there. Completely, they are in dark. They wake up in the morning and watch everywhere, but they are in dark, no development, because there's no light there. Now Jesus said, by the time I carry this man from here and bring him to this place, this light is his development, whether he pray or not. If this man like let him pray, like don't pray, this is his development. He must develop. Automatically he will develop. Because he's now in light. He's in light. Every trouble is not for him again. Okay? Oh, may I tell you something? All of you must repent today. That they take to church every day. They say, we pray for generational cause. Gen I ask them, which generational cause? Where is he coming from? Generational cause can only happen in darkness. It does not happen in light. Listen, the reason why you must let Jesus open your eyes and carry you off. If I sit in churches with people hanging around, standing before him on Sunday, and the people of God are not entering into their inheritance in Christ. That is the one that is breaking my heart. I said, Lord, what is happening here? Your people are not getting into their inheritance. They are giving them a false mind. That there is a witch pursuing them. They are giving them a false mind as a generational cause. 
anybody that tells you there's no cost, there's a cost. I say, no, where is the cost coming from? Where is it coming from? I say, if there is a cost over that life, tell the life I in darkness. Go and tell the person that there is a pastor that said, it's because he's still in darkness. Any day he allowed Jesus to carry him out of that darkness to light to end. From that day to end. Unless he has not led Jesus. And that's what we're seeing. Many refuse to let Christ carry them. Many refuse. They are in the church. But they say no. We still love darkness. He said from darkness to light. Remember we are discussing the process to your inheritance as a child of God. That's what we are discussing here. The process. And this process is what people hate. They don't like it. They don't like it. They say no. Jesus said but you are in darkness you don't see. They say no. We love the darkness. He said okay stay there. Then tomorrow they will still call you and say generational cause. They say carry everything used to work in office. Anybody that wants to sack you they will sack him. Any devil that is standing your way you will die. It's people that are in darkness that have time to be praying for people to die. Because that is how the devil behaves. He's in darkness. He can't see. So he's praying to send more people to hell with him. So that they can relax there together. Anybody who is in light wants light to spread everywhere. He wants light to spread all over the world. And take over everywhere. And take over everywhere. And what is in essence? He said, from the power of Satan unto God. Can somebody shout amen? The power of Satan. The power of Satan. The chains that hold the man in darkness. When Jesus comes, he will carry the man. He will break the chains. He will loose him from every yoke of the devil. And the Lord said, it is a process, my son. That is what you should open their eyes to see. Let them see there is a process. When they allow me to carry them through the processes, they will arrive at the place of rest. They will come to the place of fulfillment. They will come to the place that people will stop prophesying doom to them. Their peace will flow like a river. Then my scriptures will be fulfilled in your life. Jesus said, my peace have I given to you. Not as the world giveth give I unto you. Let your heart not be troubled. Now I began to ask, why is all the hearts troubled? Everywhere the heart of the people of God, they are troubled. He said from the power of Satan. Until a man allow Christ to free him from the power of Satan. He'll keep begging the devil. He'll keep begging the devil. For some of us, all the prayer we pray this year have been, I bind, I lose, I bind, I lose, I bind, I lose. If you lose in the morning, he bind you in the night. You lose tomorrow, he bind you the next day. You lose the other day, he bind you the other day. It's because the power has not been broken over your life. Some say they are in deliverance ministry. Ask me the deliverance. They are not in any ministry. They are, listen, there is no ministry they call deliverance ministry. There's no ministry they call that in. The ministry of Jesus is the deliverance ministry. 
Please, when all these things happen to you, is there another deliverance you're looking for? No, no, no. I am asking you, is there any other deliverance you're looking for? No, no. Your eyes have been opened. You are turned from darkness to light. From the power of devil unto God. You have received forgiveness of sin. And inheritance among them who are sanctified. By faith in Christ Jesus. Jesus delivers his people by his word. He sent his word and his word healed them. And his word delivered them from their destruction. Whatever destruction that might be holding you. If you hear the word of Christ today, you are free in the name of Jesus. I say you are free in the name of Jesus. He said, whom the son shall set free, he shall be free indeed. Not whom those liars. They can't set anybody free. They are compounding your problem. They are making you to sink the more because they are agents of darkness. Agents of darkness. Now we continue. From the power of Satan, at that point that God had destroyed the power of the devil that makes a man a captive of the wicked, that makes him to commit sin at will, even when he don't want to commit sin. God said, I am not doing these things to kill you. It's for you to arrive at my first blessing. The very first blessing that God gives to man is forgiveness of sin. Until he forgives your sin, you have no inheritance with him. It's a process. It's a process. By the time you arrive at forgiveness of sin, you should be singing. Hallelujah. 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 Psalm 32 Blessed is that man that the Lord does not count sin against. Blessed is that man that God has forgiven all his iniquities. You have arrived at the point of his blessing, number one. You have arrived at the point of his blessing, number one. It's because they don't know the process. They don't know the process. They don't know the process. How would the people come to the blessing of God? By standing, you see, 419 are sitting in front of it. By standing, you see fornicators, homosexuals. By standing, you see lesbians, people that masturbate. And you are telling them principles of prosperity. Is that gospel? Is that gospel? You are telling them picnic. Our youth, they are carrying them to a place where they will be touching themselves. They are organizing marriage. Are you God? Why are you organizing marriage? Would you shut up your mouth and allow God to do his work? Because you don't want to lose the sister. And the sister is beginning to threaten you. Because that's what we are seeing in the church today. The sisters are beginning to threaten I will go to another church. Oh. I have said this place 18 years. Nothing is happening. No brother wants to see me. If you want to go, go. 
if it is marriage, you came here for go. I'm not organizing marriage. I'm preaching the gospel of Christ for people to get to their inheritance in Christ. If you hear it, you'll be blessed. If you arrive at this point, blessing has hit you. Blessed is he whose transgressions is forgiven, whose sins are covered by the Lord. That is where the first blessing begins to hit. And I share that testimony. I was playing for Udodge United. That was many years back. As I was playing there as a young footballer, we are just growing. And we're living our life anyhow. We're living our life anyhow. And I was captured. Because already I'm in darkness. I can't see. I can't see. I'm sharing a testimony that lies with what I'm talking about. I couldn't see in darkness. I don't drink. But the friends I was following, they drink. They dashed me beer. I started drinking stout. From there, they gave me one girlfriend. And we are moving together. And they are hailing me. And we are going. And one day, I discovered I was being dragged inside the pit. Every day, I'm going down. Every day, I'm going down. Ah. Ah. At the time, I had double knee injury. I discovered in the field I can't perform the way I used to perform again. I said, what is all this? What is happening to my life? What is happening to my life? And as of then, I was not a child of God. I was blind in darkness under the power of the devil. I have not received forgiveness of sin. And the same people that work for the prophets, they came to me. And I was telling the young man, I said, look at what is happening to me. He said, let's go and see a prophet. And we go to the prophet. When we go to the prophet, I was sitting down this way. The prophet was there. The next thing the prophet left where I was sitting down, he was looking at this side. I say, is this prophet blind? Is he not seeing me? I think I'm sitting with him alone. The prophet asked me, there is a girl that walked into this place with you now. As you are sitting down here, she's sitting down here. She's following you anywhere you're going. I say, praise God. I say, prophet, that is why I came. Which way out? Turn until the girl go. There's no way out. I say, I came so that you can help me push the girl out. Because the time I was telling you, a little girl of about 18 years to 19, but I can't open my mouth to tell her I don't want again. We're talking about the power of the devil. We are talking about being in darkness. I got back to the house that day. And that night, one night like that, I locked myself in one of the rooms and I began to cry. I don't know how to pray too much. But the only thing I remember that they say Jesus can save people. I say, Lord Jesus, they said you can save somebody. Now, if you can save somebody, save me this night. Save me this night. That same night, Jesus appeared. That same night, Jesus gave me an encounter. From that encounter, he opened my eyes and showed me my true condition. I saw myself going to hell. 
I saw myself going to hell. I saw Jesus destroying the whole world. And I saw me joining running. Running. They were running from this direction going here. The other ones running from this direction. The wind melts every building, every tree under five seconds. No one could stand. Everybody was running. Mothers left their children. Their children were crying. They said, this is not for us. Go. We don't need you again. They were running. They were running for their life. I want to run with them. I stopped. I said, this is what these preachers have been preaching. Ah, I'm going to hell. The Bible said that day will be a fearful day. It's everybody will judge himself. I judged myself immediately. I knelt down. I said, I'm going to hell. Because I was a sinner, I'm going to hell. <laughs> Where I was kneeling down, people of God, just give me some time. There's a lot to say. Where I was kneeling down, I heard a voice that say, but they said he will come down from heaven. I said, yes. He said, look and see whether he's coming. By the time I turned, looking at the sky, the sky was opening, the first one, layer by layer. The second one, the third one, it was opening like this. Opening. The next thing I saw was Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was coming down to where I was. Ha! I say he's coming to kill me. Oh, he's coming to send me to hell. <laughs> so that place, I bowed down my head. I say I will not see my wretched dead. <laughs> so when I bowed down my head, he came directly to where I was. The Bible said his leg will not touch the earth. He never touched the earth. I saw Jesus hanging like this. And stretched his hand and pulled my shirt. And took off. When he took off, he got to a point and suspended. He gave me two bells. He said, take, go and tell them. Anyone that said Jesus is not coming is a liar. I am coming again. Go tell them, I am coming again. I am coming again. By the time I woke up, every power of the devil loose. By the time I woke up, every power of the devil got loose. The first thing I did that morning was to write a letter. Send to her. It's over. I say it's over. It's over. It's over. The power of Jesus' name has set me free. Can somebody shout amen? amen? That same power will set you free. That same power is still alive. It will set you free. From whatever power of the devil, it will set you free. The power of Jesus will set you free. That same power set me free. From the yoke of the devil. Without meeting any prophet. The prophet failed. Nobody knew what I was passing through. It was only me and God knew. Why am I saying this to you? It's for you to understand there is no other process. I woke up and repented. I was crying from that morning. I cried and wept for my conscience. I said, is this what I have been into? My eyes got open to useless things we are doing. That I taught his life. 
I taught his life. I taught his gain. The blindness was removed immediately. I could see my true condition. He carried me immediately out of darkness to light. The power of the devil was broken. He forgave my sins. And I woke up a new brown man. The power of Jesus is still here today. The power of Jesus can set any captive of the devil free. That power is there for anyone who will come to him with a genuine heart. Who is ready to repent from his sins. From his sins. We don't need to beg the devil to free people. We don't need to beg the devil to free people. So at that stage, what happened? I caught myself at the blessing of the Lord. At the blessing of the Lord. I share this with you again. Another time in that sports circle. Listen to me. Anytime sin goes in, watch it. You become a captive. You return back to darkness. Repentance is a great healing virtue. It's a healing balm. It's a healing balm. When the Lord shows you mercy, everything about you turns around. Everything about you turns around. Can somebody say amen? And as soon as repentance finishes, the next thing that comes is our inheritance. Our inheritance in Christ Jesus. You can't get that inheritance and be begging. You can't get there and be begging. He will guide you. He will show you the path to take. It is his responsibility to guide you. If it is riches, he will guide you there. Even if you don't know how to make it. He will guide you there. He will guide you there. What is helping me in this life is his guidance. He guarded me and guarded me to something. He will guide you. He will guide you to a good wife. You will not make mistake. He will guide you to a good business. He will guide you to do ministry the way ministry should be done. Listen, I always tell them, I didn't go to any school of ministry. No certificate for ministry. Jesus is my teacher. He's the one teaching me day and night. So it's not school of ministry. It's school of Jesus. When he's the one guiding you. When you have met the standard. So you have an inheritance. If you have followed this standard. If you have not followed. Why God brought you to this meeting today. Is for you to retrace feet. And follow the standard well. You will get yourself to that inheritance. For sure. It is there automatic. Once the door of forgiveness is open, you are walking into that inheritance automatically. I tell you, if you follow Jesus like this, you will arrive there. You will arrive to the place of your own inheritance. You will not lack anything. Your life will be preserved. Everything you have need of, you will see it at your doorpost. I have never depended on the members for money. I have always depended on God. Which is the last thing that we saw there? It's a faith in me. And God said that faith, as soon as it comes, you get into your inheritance. To sustain that inheritance, you need that faith. You need the faith. 
You need a faith that is in Christ. Not faith in any other thing. Faith in Jesus. Faith in Jesus. He said by faith that is in me. For those who are sanctified. So the inheritance of the Lord is for the sanctified. And that inheritance, you can activate it continually by faith in Christ Jesus. You can activate it continually by faith in Christ Jesus. Not by looking at the pocket of people. Not by looking at anybody's force. So today, he said only those who are sanctified. Are you sanctified? Are you among his saints? Is there any sin that is still working in you? These two days, God has been speaking to us. Can you talk to God again? Can you say, Jesus, here I am. Here I am. Look at what he said to us before we begin to pray. He said, we got attracted by hell when we begin to commit sins. Write these sins down. We got attracted by hell when we begin to commit sins. Just like the world wouldn't want to accommodate the righteous in their establishment, so will hell won't want to accommodate the uncompromisingly righteous. Hell will never want to accommodate the uncompromising righteous. That's why the children of God and ladies, if they want to work an establishment, won't the boys come and say, I want to sleep with you? She said, no. What would they do to her? Sack. They will sack her one time. One time. One time, they will sack her. If a righteous man goes to the establishment of the world, where they can exchange money, where they can do what you speak, if he say no, the boss will say, you are blocking my way. I will deal with you. Before you know, they will do what? They will sack him. They will sack him for sure. They can't survive. They can't strive. They will sack him. Or let the Lord himself decide to keep him or her. But they will give her trouble. Now again, for devil and hell to catch up with us, they must set a stumbling block of sins away to first terminate God's presence. We carry about, you can think about Balaam and Balak and the people of Israel. Numbers 22 verse 21, Numbers 25, 1 to 3, then 9. And God talking and saying, in Revelation 2 verses 14, he hates the ministry of Balaam. Why? Because he went to teach Balak how to catch Israel. He taught Balak how to catch Israel. Revelation 2.14 God said, I hate the ministry of Balaam because they did everything to cause Israel. They did everything to pull them down. But as far as God is with them, nothing happened to them. As far as God is with them, nothing happened. And Balaam finally, he went and told them, the only way out produce your ladies. Tell your ladies to go to their stream. Let them just stay there and half naked. Let them see all their laughs and their breasts and the rest of them. By the time they will see, they will defy themselves. And immediately they went there, they saw them. They started carrying ladies. As soon as they start carrying the ladies, God withdrew from them. And the enemies have striked them. 24,000 men died one day. 24,000 men died in one day. These are people that nations cannot kill. These are people that nations cannot kill. But as soon as God behold iniquity in them, he withdrew himself and hand them over to the devil for him to deal with them. Will you rise on your feet at this stage?
and cry to God and say, Lord, here I am. Here I am. Everything that has to do with sin must end today. In my life, that's why Jesus came. He died for you that the issue of sin will be over. His name shall be called Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. The blood that flows from the man's vein will wash away every sin today. Can you begin to pray to God? Can you come with a penitent hand today and say, Lord, don't say it's a small sin, that little lie. There is nothing like little lie. The devil is deceiving people calling some white lie. There's nothing like white lie. Lying is lying. Fornication is not of Christ. Adultery is not of Christ. Adultery is not of Christ. They might not like it. They might say no. But because you belong to Jesus, can you say, Lord, anything called sin, I drop it today. Anything called sin, I hate it. The Bible said, Jesus loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Because of that, God anointed him above his fellows. The Lord will anoint you this year. The Lord will place you where you belong. There will be a restoration of your glory. Anyone that is in trust can of this value as a result of anything, today is over. The Lord is pulling you out. He's restoring glory back to you. Is somebody crying to Jesus? Are you beginning to lust after a young girl, after a young man? Are you beginning to lust after a young man? Can we talk to God? Where is the sin hiding? You have an inheritance. Don't lose that inheritance when sin. Don't lose it. Anchor bitterness of heart, outburst of wrath, unforgiveness, malice of any kind. Forgive. Let all of them go that sin. We must love the people. We must not kill them. We have the gene of Christ in us. It's part of our inheritance in Jesus. If somebody asking the Lord to wash him with his blood, Jesus, do something today. Do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. Oh Lord, do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. Jesus. Do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. Oh Lord. Do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. My Savior. I cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. My Jesus, oh Jesus, I cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. Gee, somebody's not crying to the Lord. I said, do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. I cannot die, your Lord Jesus, lost. I can't die, your Lord, in lying. I can't die in cheating. I can't die, your Lord, in sin. Jesus, rescue me. Oh, Lord. Do something new in my life. Do something new 
If there's any way you have lied to your husband, ask your husband for, for mercy. Ask him for mercy. Tonight, ask him for mercy. If there's anything you have covered for your husband or for your wife, go tonight and reveal it. Go this night and say, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I am sorry. Don't cover anything again. Don't cover sin. The devil wants to cover it and rob you of your inheritance in Christ. If there's anybody you are holding malice again, forgive the person. Let the person go. Let the person go. Forgive, forgive, forgive. So you can receive mercy. Oh, we love you. Jesus, Jesus, I cannot do without you. I cannot do. Let the blood of Jesus flow, Lord. Let the blood flow from Emmanuel's vein. 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 Lord, don't leave us like this. Change our hearts. Change our hearts. Change the heart of everyone that is penitent. Everyone that is repented today, change their hearts. Wash the sins of your people away. Let us walk into our inheritance. Let's receive forgiveness of sins. Let mercy speak, Lord. Pornographic things must go. Every loss must go. Lost for men, lost for women. Lord Jesus. Covetousness must go. Hatred must go. That phone God has given to you is not to lead you to hell. That phone is not to lead you to hell. Stop watching things that will take you to hell in that phone. Stop! 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 There is a thought that comes up in your heart. That thought defies you often. God is cutting off the thought now. God is cutting it off. It's a defilement. It's a defilement. Every relationship you are into that is not of God. Let it die tonight. Let it die tonight. Every relationship you have entered into that is leading you to hell, let it die tonight. Let it die tonight. Let it us in between two opinions. Ah, today you know what to do. Don't let that young man lead you to hell. Come back to Jesus. That lady, come back to Jesus. That young man is deceiving you. That young man is deceiving you. Don't go that direction. Return to Christ. Let the blood flow. Let the blood flow. Let the blood flow from Emmanuel's head. Lord, remove the veils of the wicked. Let your people see their true condition. Remove every veil. Remove every veil. Have mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. He said, mercy triumphs over judgment. Every tongue that gossip change it. Every hand that harbor evil thought change it. Let mercy triumph. Let your mercy bring healing. When you show a man mercy, everything is done. 
Lord, turn every captivity of your people. Change every captivity. Turn 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 every captivity. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give glory to you. Blessed be your name forever. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sports Circle at Sue E23, C2C Plaza, Mpokiti Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090-60222330. Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed. Angel.